Uh, again, my name is yeah. Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuned to Simplified Complexity, a relationship podcast. Uh, we got Miss Dana T. So hopefully she's not, you know, she was like in the green room, then she was frozen, then she was kicked. So, <laughs> so Dana, are you actually here? I am here. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Yeah, we, we can be we're here. We're off to a good start. We're off to a yeah, good start. It's, it's, a good, it's a good start. <laughs> so we're able to, to see you. We're able to, to, to hear. And so opposite attracts, you know, and, and what does that mean? And, and do you even believe that to be true? So if you're joining us, give a quick hello. We want to see your hellos. Um, please tell us where you're from and share this with somebody. And so we've worked out the kinks. You can hear me. You can hear Keontae. You can hear Dana. And we're about to jump into this discussion. And so um, when we talk about opposite attraction and kind of what does that mean, how, let's, let's work with the working definition. I have a working definition, um, but I just want to kind okay. of get your guys' thoughts. What, what does that mean to you when you hear opposite attraction? I mean, the, the basic term to me is just that people that are completely different, they're compatible, that somehow they're compatible together. Okay. All <laughs> right. All right. I, I like that. Like, okay, so there's, there's, there's compatibility in their, their differences. And and, right. and Nathan's man from Ontario, so glad man, glad you're here. Appreciate you uh, chiming in and joining us, and 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 faithful too, because we we definitely went through a rough spell. Right. So we we appreciate you uh, <laughs> holding with us. All right, so Dana, when you when you think about opposite attraction and what does that mean to you? Um, I really think I should have gone first because that's exactly what I was going to say. Like people who um, are completely different but yet there's a commonality or compatibility because it's not like you want um, someone who's going to be like completely different. And then like you guys never agree on anything, but there has to be some level of compatibility. Right. Okay. All right. And I do want to say hello to uh, Carter. Just really glad that you were able to join in and and be here from Chino Hills in the house. All right. So we're talking about opposite attractions and and, and what does that mean? And and so now this is going to be our working definition. And I like what both of you guys said. And so as we're talking about this, we're talking about does it work? Is it good? Is it bad? Because I, I think it's something you get from Hollywood. And it's something that they kind of mm-hmm, talk definitely. about with inside, you know, and it's like they they sensationalize it. Would you guys agree? Like this whole idea of opposite attraction sensationalizing and almost as sure. if like if you don't have somebody, if, if you don't have that, you need that. And they, it's almost mm-hmm. like it's a negative mm-hmm. if you don't have it. What, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, they make it to where it's just like this is a way to have a great relationship you just get somebody that's just a polar opposite of you and you live forever and ever in harmony you know <laughs> and that doesn't make any sense it, it really does right. not the make ma- any sense the math don't add up <laughs> right but, 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 but i guess that's what makes it hollywood right that's what makes it tv mm-hmm. But then we watch TV, we watch, you know, these shows and we fall in love with our favorite, you know, uh, program or our favorite characters. And we're looking for the, this idea of love. We're looking for this idea of relationships to play out in our lives. And, and, and we're looking for the same thing, this idea of opposite attractions. And, and it's almost like if I don't find somebody that is opposite of me and, and, and then I'm not going to have fire. I'm not going to have, you know, oomph in my relationship. And and and, and so yeah. what's going to be our working definition? I'm, I'm so glad we're getting more and more people joining us. I'm so glad you're able to join us. Share this with somebody. We're talking about opposite attractions. Um, and, and if you guys have any comments, any thoughts, put those up there. As you see, Miss Dana T said, hey, everyone. And so we're able to get some great interaction. And so please put your uh, information if you guys have any thoughts and questions. And so this is going to be our working definition. 
A working definition is this. Those who are very different from each other are often attracted to each other. All right? And so mm-hmm. the idea is that there's a, there, you, and I like what you guys said, there's, there's a, it's not just being different, but there's like a extreme difference. Yeah. You know, so, so it's, that's really important. As we're talking about, you know, opposite attraction, we're talking about an extreme difference between one another. Um, and, and so, but now here's a caveat that there's an attraction. So we're going to build on those two words. So as we talk about this whole idea of opposite attractions, the two words we're dealing with is that there's an extreme or very different, and then there's also an attraction. Dana, what, what do you think about that? So, you know, they always tell like leaders that you should staff to your weakness, right? I almost feel like we, we're attracted to what may be missing in us. Like someone who may not necessarily be a go-getter might find someone who is like, you know, all vision and whatever attractive, right? We talk about, um, you know, just different areas of your personality or different things that you like. You know, you tend to be attracted to the people who have what you may not necessarily have. So that's kind of what I think about when I think about opposite attracting not necessarily somebody who like just completely, you know, disagrees with my religious beliefs or my political beliefs, although it does make for good conversation and for good debate. When you're looking for a partner, you don't want to have, you know, all of those, you know, um, variations in your day to day living. If I like cereal and you absolutely hate cereal, Breakfast time is going to be a little difficult around our house. So, <laughs> but I mean, but is it That's really? Kind of, I'm just saying, but is it really going to be that difficult just because one likes cereal and one doesn't like cereal? Um, and and even you know, well, uh, Chris is saying it, it can work both ways you know it can be a good thing um or it can be a bad speaking thing. of chris and that's 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 where i'm living <laughs> i love cereal my wife doesn't even she doesn't she has no concept of liking cereal or that's milk. because she's a chef man i mean she's like i, I don't want yeah, her no palate like, is, just, her palate is up here yeah i mean she's right. gonna make some uh crepes you know in the house and for for breakfast that, that, that's what that's what she's doing right there all right so let, let's kind of pull it back in so as we kind of talked about we, there's different thoughts when it comes to this, and there's different degrees of opposite attract. But if we go to the main definition, our working definition, is the key thing is, is not just differences. And, and that's what I was thinking about when Nathan said is, is, is it's good to have differences. But when you talk about opposite attraction and that definition yeah. and what Hollywood and, and, and people are talking about when they're saying, ooh, you need to have this, they're talking about extreme polar opposites polar yeah. opposites and and then there's an attraction there so i want to kind of begin to um define you know this this word attraction i want to start with attraction because as we talk about attraction we're talking about a strong urge we're tra- we're talking about a power that is happening inside of you that's invoking a, a likeness that's invoking pleasure that's invoking an excitement and, and I want to kind of get your guys' thoughts because first, when it just comes to attraction, just because we have an attraction doesn't make it a good thing. Mm. Sure. And, and as we talk about opposite attracts, right, I think yeah. that's one of the things that we need to, to think about is just because something is attractive doesn't necessarily make it a good thing. And, and so let's kind of build on that. What do you guys first think about attraction as we break down that idea of attraction? 
I think what you said is 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 key. Just because we're necessarily attracted to it doesn't make it good. Um, right now, and for the past 15 years, I've been attracted to an Ashton Martin V12 Vanquish, but that's not good for my bank account. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I can be attracted to it, but does that work out for me and where my life is right now? Financially, it doesn't work out for me. I got two kids, and it's only a two-seater car. That doesn't work out for me that way as well. And I think that we have to start approaching our relationships in that same manner. Does this attraction, how does it be? life does it fit into my life you know and i don't think we often really think and process things like that okay all right all right that's good dana Dana, what are your thoughts about that as far as attractions well you know typically when we talk about um attractions especially with um i think one of the common complaints about christian women is that um, we overlook the good guys or whatever? Like we're only y'all, we're going, to we're, we're totally going to have a discussion on that. Just so you know, just just pause there. We're no, going to have a group no, discussion on that because you do, you totally do. You guys have the, the bad boy, like you want the bad boy, and all of a sudden you got the guy who's trying to be good, who's trying to be faithful, and y'all like y'all boring. Y'all, uh, I, I go yeah, keep going. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just you know. I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. I think I hit a sore spot. <laughs> You know, um, but you know, they always, and of course, you know, we want someone who um, is authoritative or whatever, but we don't want someone who's like overbearing. So it's that whole idea of, you know, being attracted to something. But like Keontae was saying, is that going to make for a good spouse? Yeah, we like it when he gets into a fight and a brawl right now. But come on, bro. Like when we get to be 40 and 50, you got to learn to do something different with your anger and like deal with your um, temperament and stuff, Uh, you know. So I think it's one of those things where, where you know, we kind of it, it plays up for so much drama. People think that you have to have drama in order to have a good relationship. But for me, I just really feel like, you know, uh, just looking more for that stability might actually work more in our favor. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's good. good. And, so, and so I want everybody to know. So as we're talking about this, we're talking about first, we're just trying to deal with attraction. So as we talk about opposite attractions, we defined it. But then we're, we're kind of exploring the idea is that, you know, is even attraction. Here's the key thing. We got to be careful that we're not allowing our lusts to move us mm-hmm. into situations that we shouldn't be in. And so just because you're attracted to something doesn't necessarily mean that that is something that you want to pursue, that that's something that you want to chase after. And so how does this go to opposite attractions? Just because there's an opposite attraction doesn't necessarily make it a good attraction. And so we got to be very careful that we're not allowing attractions and the things that we're attracted to to move us in and even out of relationships. And so we got to be very careful about that. Um, be- really quick, we got some really uh, good comments coming up. So, so Chris uh, said here, um, two extremes can be a-, a negative thing, but it depends on where the extremes are. All right, so that- that's really good. Um, and Misha yeah. and said, uh, team, no, no drama. Dr- Yes, yes, we want some teamwork. We want no some teamwork. Drama. <laughs> All right, so Brian, is it necessarily? I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing either to be attracted to something opposite than you are, um, because sometimes I think in those areas it might actually help you grow. So uh, going back to hmm. the example of someone who I, maybe I'm an introvert and I may not 
not be as much of a go-getter, but I'm attracted to that type of person, right? And so maybe that attraction will help bring out a little bit more social activity in me because, you know, I'm attracted to something that I'm not. Yeah. And it brings out something better in me. Well, and I, I guess what That's I'm trying to, to, to say is that just be careful because too often we allow what we're attracted to to justify what is good, to justify what is right. And so because it feels good, because it feels right, therefore it must be right. And, and before we talk about, you know, as we talk about the opposite end of, of opposites and things that are different, I just wanted to make the point that just because there's an attraction, I don't care what the attraction is, doesn't necessarily make it a good thing. And, and here's the, a scripture that comes to my mind is there's a way that seems right. There's a right. way that feels right to a person, but that way leads to death. That way yeah. leads to destruction. And I think we can all recognize, and I don't know if I, can I get some amens in the chat? Have you guys ever allowed your feelings, your excitement for mm -hmm. someone or something, get you into trouble, get you into something you like, dang, like, why did I do that? Like, why did I not have the self-discipline? Keontae, what you got, man? I was going to say, man, I, it, it's important to really recognize there's a reason that God gave us a heart and a mind. You know, when we look at these things that we're attracted to, the heart begins to flutter. You know what I mean? These feelings and emotion and excitement, they come over us. But then we have that mind to fall back on and say, hold on, let me let me process this right quick. You know, is this the right move that I need to make? How is this going to benefit me? How, you know, how is this going to shape my life or, or change me over the course of years? Because on the back end, if you have an opposite, for instance, like Dana was saying, you know, you might be a person that just kind of lays back, but you are attracted to a go-getter. That might help you in the long run become a go-getter yourself. But then on the other back end of that, you might be attracted to somebody who's a little lazy or a little, you know, uh, just just doing things that are, you know, not tasteful. You might become that as well. So there's kind of the opposite spectrum of that. Yeah. No, that, that, that's really good. And I, I like what uh, Renee said. Attractions must be controlled. Controlled. Some yeah, brothers have destroyed some marriages and some some relationships because they just lack self-control. All right. So. All right. So now we kind of talked about attractions and we know that we got to be careful about attractions. But now let's talk about opposite attractions. And again, as we talk about this, we're specifically now saying that very different. And, and here's what comes to my mind is biblically, what does God say about being very different? And I find scripturally, there's nothing in there that says being very different is a good thing. Um, and, and so I actually find the opposite where God says, be ye equally yoked. That there you want to actually, as you, if you're seeking a relationship, you want to find not things that are very different, but you're looking for more of what is commonality, what, what is together. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? And I'll go to, to you, Dana. What do you think about taking that scripture how God emphasizes being equally yoked and the idea, and, and here's the key thing, as we talk about opposite attractions, we're talking about very different, not just different, very different. Right. I think the reason that God has to tell us that is because innately we are very different. We're all unique. Um, most of what the Bible tells us is that we are, you know, fearfully and wonderfully made. We're all, we're all very different. We come from different backgrounds. We have different languages. We have different skin complexions, everything about us is different, but God's ultimate goal is unity. 
So in, in order for us to promote unity, we first have to find things that we have in common. And we know that sin is a big old separator, right? Sin just got us all out of whack. We're all so different. And so the ultimate goal now is for us to restore unity in relationship. So God is trying to get us to the place where we um, have, you know, one belief, one system, oneness. He says, you know, um, when the people are one, there's nothing that can be withheld from them. So now it, it's part of our relationship struggle to find commonality with one another. That's what comes to mind. God doesn't instruct you in something that automatically happens. Hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. That, that's good. What you got, Keontae, about that idea of, yeah, of being good. yoked in the concept of um, being very different and, and being attracted to what is very different? Right. So like on the concept of, of being equally yoked, it's a, it's a good thing. That's a great thing because you want to find a person that has that same foundation. Um, we always talk about in our podcast about the foundation and building a house on solid ground versus, you know, a person who has sand and just putting wood and, and sand. It's not going to stand up. So you want to find that person with that same foundation because you're on the same playing field. You know, it's hard to walk with someone when you're on a paved road sinking in quicksand next to you. You know what I mean? You spend most of your time kind of trying to pull that person up and it's pulling you more into that quicksand as well. So, you know, when you're equally yoked, when you're on that even plan field, it's much not not to say that everything's going to be perfect, but it's much easier to work through your differences um, to to be a power couple or a force to be reckoned with because you guys have that strong foundation. That's the same that's the same equal yokeness. Um, so you want to just when it comes to the opposites and you want to find the things in commonality that actually matter. You know, just because I like the ketchup in the refrigerator and somebody likes the ketchup in the cupboard, those are minuscule differences. Right. Yeah. Do you believe right. in Jesus? Uh, you know, yes. what are your finances? <laughs> I want to get to this comment because and that's well, basically kind of what it was saying here is that you can be different, but have staples in common, like the belief in God, yeah. family values. Um, and, and so and, and I think that's what we got to really be mindful of is we should be seeking what are the core things that we share in common before we begin to begin to more seek what is opposite. And I, I think sometimes mm-hmm. we can see something and we can be attracted to something. And I think that's what other people are saying is that, ooh, this is fun. This is different. But we're not also looking and paying attention to do we share what is common? Do we have that right foundation? And and so we're going to have differences. We're different people. We're raised differently. And the question is, is can our differences come together for a relationship to work? And that's where God is saying you want to be equally yoked, because if you have somebody who they their belief system is they really don't go to church. They party all the time. They drink. They maybe smoke. And then all of a sudden you do the exact opposite where you don't drink. You don't smoke. You're in church five days a week. You know, then that's going to cause some 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 major issues because those are life. Those are very extremes as far as what your life looks like. And here's the reality is when it comes to our worldviews, our worldviews shape our ideologies. They shape where we go. They shape the decisions that we make. And and that's when I think of opposite attracts, that's what I, I think of this idea of two very different people in their ideology, in their approach to life, more than just differences. And so um, 
I don't know if you guys want to comment on that, and then we're going to get to some of your comments that you guys have been posting in here and kind of talk about some of those comments. So we're going to definitely get to your comments. Don't go anywhere. Um, I just want to yeah. kind of finish this discussion, and then we want to uh, wrap up with uh, what you guys were saying in the comment section. Yeah, I mean, that's that's and that's the key because, you know, I always live, use myself in the, as a living example. Me and my wife, we have a lot of opposites. Um, she's a she's a five star Michelin chef. I can burn cereal, um, you know, but it's those common hard core things. <laughs> you know, it's those common core things, our belief in Christ, um, you know, our family outlook and foundation, um, you know, how we apply and, and how we use our finances. Those are the things that are important. Those are the that, that you know, are placed in our foundation as well um, to continue to keep our family growing and progressing. But the other things the I would say the benefit of us being opposites or having differences is that we balance each other out. You know, where I lack, she kind of fills in, or where she lacks, um, I kind of fill in, you know. So those are the good things, I guess, good of having those opposites and those small differences because you begin to balance each other out and make each other stronger. Not to the point where they're just totally off and totally different to where she's dragging me under or I'm dragging her under, but yet we come together, fill each other in, and we build stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, Danny, do you have any last thoughts before we get to some comments? No. No? Okay. All right. And and so um, I think kind of wrapping it all up and, and, and as we kind of get to these, well, let's, let's get to the comments and then we'll kind of wrap it up. So I think one of the, the first things um, is Renee has said, I can admire differences, but it doesn't mean I should be connected to it. It's often more beneficial to be connected to an individual who I'm like-minded. And I like that you word, use that word like-minded um, because sometimes it's like, what does that mean? It just means that our goals are similar. Our values are similar. Our belief systems are similar. And, and so that's where, as we talk about opposite attracts, I, I just want to make sure that we can kind of separate the idea of we're different. As you said, one person likes to cook. One person really doesn't like to cook. One person is like a workout fanatic and another person, you know, they're okay workout fanatic. So there, there's going to be differences, but mm-hmm. those, those, those are, those, you want to be mindful. Those are kind of small differences, those major differences are those belief systems is your worldview. And that's where we really want to say that's bad. So as we're talking about what's the good, the bad and the ugly the opposite of track is that's the bad side of it. That's the ugly side of it, because we all know people who got with somebody and I'll, you guys can comment on that. And everybody was like, no, why? Yeah. Like, don't you know, it's not going to work. Anybody, Dana, you got right. something on that? Yeah, uh, there have been so many times where you're like um, thinking of one right now. You just you you about to say her <laughs> name. You about to say the name. Like, <laughs> oh, to pull it back. Right. I want to um, when I think about being equally yoked. You know, it's more an agricultural term. And when um, uh, you know the Bible tells us, you know, not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. But really, the best example is in Deuteronomy, where he says, "Don't plow." with an oxen and a donkey, because he's trying to give you that visual of there's two different um, animals with two different purposes, two different, um, you know, viewpoints, two different um, uh, levels of gotcha. strength, even, you know what I mean? They're just completely different. 
And so when you when you're looking at, you know, your partner and the things that you kind of do get attracted to that may be an opposite in the beginning, you know, you have to think about it long term. How long will you be able to sustain that attraction to what's different now? And and will it be the same later? And when you think about it, you know, are you guys going in the same direction in the same place at the same time? Because that's the purpose of a yoke. Your focus has to be the same. You know, mm-hmm. it kept the, the animals from turning to the left or right. So there's no distractions. Right. I can't be attracted to what I don't see over here if I'm focused on where I'm supposed to go. But then, too, like Keontae was talking about earlier, if I'm on a good solid rock and you're on quicksand, that yoke is going to start to burn my neck. It's going to start to be a little too heavy to carry. And then what are we really accomplishing? Because the, the initial you know, attraction, the initial fun of the relationship has now become a burden to me. And it's no longer a productive relationship. I am so mm-hmm. glad that you, you said that um, because you can kind of get into this relationship where it does work initially of opposites attracting. And, and, and it's like, man, it's working and it feels good and it's exciting. But then that's where later you, you said that burden comes in. And I'm totally cracking up because as you talked about the two different animals that are yoked together, as, and for those that, you know, as we talk about yoke, we're talking about that's binding around the neck that's joining them in agriculture. And, and, and so when you're talking about like the cow um, and I'm like imagining a sheep. You know, and the and, and the cow, like literally in my mind, the cow can be like, ooh, that sheep is sexy. That sheep looks good, but you don't want to be yoked together. You don't want to be working together mm-hmm. with the sheep because y'all y'all just on two yeah. different places. You have two and, different and functions. You do two different things. Y'all both chew <laughs> grass, but it comes to different, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm just thinking about a cow saying, ooh, that sheep look good. And, and that's how some of us are. Like, we're looking at, they, like, yeah, they might look good. And, ooh, they have the wool and they have different features about them. But when you're yoked together, and that's what marriage is, man, that, that that's where you really have now bind yourself in a burden. And it's going to get ugly. Um, Keontae, mm-hmm. did you have any your thoughts? Yeah, I was just going to heart back on what you said about, you know, us just kind of having that sit back and just saying, oh, they those two are together um because it happens a lot and it's a it, you can tell that it's kind of a mix of just rushing into things and not processing things um when we get with just any and everybody um you know you have just in your um uh, you have like a mouse and a, and a snake you know the snake might look silky and smooth and mm, that that looks nice but you know those two together that that's that's combustible yeah, I mean, that's not a good situation to be in. And your your heart doesn't see that initially, but it can end in your demise. Um, and so that's where we really have to use that discernment. We have to use our mind, our processing skill and really think about things and not just rush into things. Um, granted, there's, you know, anomalies that happen of people who we can look at and say, well, those those are two polar opposites. But somehow they found compatibility. That's not the case for everyone, though. You know, and we just have to really be mindful of that and, and really not fall into that sensationalism and that Hollywood romantic fairy tale. This is how it's supposed to be because it's a script. They're writing scripts, just like you said, there's post-production, pre-production. You know what I mean? There's there's CGI. So, you know, we don't know what's going on. Um, but we have to just yeah. continue to keep our focus and, and our attention on what is true. What's the foundation? What do I believe? Do you believe in really um you know just weed that out 
No, I'm glad you said that because you, just because we see the anomaly and it works, don't buy into that because a key thing that was mentioned is that they found commonality somehow. They they began mm-hmm. to equally find, work together and move together, and one had to grow. One had to 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 to, to sh- both of them probably had to shift for that to work. And 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 a lot of yeah. times that doesn't work. And that, that's kind of like the idea where people do missionary dating, you know, where where they're opposites. <laughs> And there's an mm-hmm. attraction, and they're like, well, I'm going to get this person. I'm going to change their and, – and that you don't want to go into relationships thinking that. And so there's differences when you're very different when it comes to ideologies and belief systems and values. You want to stay away from that. That is not a good uh, yeah. attraction. And that, that's how I'll close. Um, and, and so, uh, Dan, did you have any last thoughts before we close? Um, just that typically people find the commonality in something greater than themselves. And it's always mm, greater good. than your personal happiness because at some point in your relationship, no matter how great your relationship is, you're going to be unhappy. Somebody's going to want to leave. But the thing that keeps you together is that thing that's greater than you, that vision, mm-hmm. that destiny, that purpose, that thing that you guys were created to do together that has a greater um, consequence than just you being happy. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Keontae, any last thoughts? Yeah, man, my last thought would be to um, just on the idea of opposites attract, um, especially for my people that are out there dating, please, please don't fall into the false ideal that you have time. You know, we always get this, oh, you got enough time. You can just kind of date or just, you know, be you can find somebody, you know, down the line. But we have to understand that every moment that we have can turn into a lifetime or can turn into a choice that shapes the rest of our future. So, no, we don't really just have time to just boggle with things that are shiny and just attract us then, you know, here and now. That might just shape something that happens and in, in, in pans out for your future. So you want to be intentional. And like I said, processing, really vetting the person, uh, really figuring out, you know, is, does this person have the same mindset as me? Are they like-minded? Do they have the same foundation? Because right. us just running away with a thing that's shiny can potentially come back to bite us in the future. And you don't want to set yourself up for failure right now. You want to set your future up um, to be bright and to be, you know, a, a life worth living. So, yeah. You know what that reminds me of, man, don't is, fall for that. is, you know, the data collecting. Mm-hmm. You know that, that? Yeah, we all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, for those you know, if, if you read my book, "Chasing Happily Ever After," you know we talk about data collecting. So definitely go check that book out. It's on Amazon. Uh, Miss Dana T. She has uh, written "Kingdom Courting." It's a really awesome book, and so we want to encourage you to check that out. And and I know we're actually working together on a book coming up, and and so that should be out hopefully in the next uh, month or two. I was delaying, you know, as far as me getting my piece in, but but I got it in. So we're doing some final edits on that. Uh, Dana, any other announcements, anything else that you want to tell our, our viewers and listeners? Um, just if you haven't done it already, follow me on Instagram at Dana D. Tyler and also follow our Kingdom Courting page at Discover KCU. Um, we have some amazing events to just try to connect people during this pandemic. We know it's difficult um, for people, whether they're married, single or whatever, so um, we've got some fun activities, some game nights and things that were to keep people connected.
connected and find that common ground. <laughs> oh man, yeah, amen. Find that commonality. That's good. And man, yeah. I just want to say, you guys were so great for our kind of like first live. I'm loving just the interactions, all the likes, all the love, the comments. Um, I, I, I love the amens. I'm looking how I can throw it up on the screen. Like, like, so I'm really enjoying this program. And so you're definitely going to see us more doing our podcast on here. And, and, and it's so nice and refreshing to get your fresh comments. So we can kind of talk about those comments, um, you know, kind of live. Uh, and I think that's a piece that we haven't been able to do with inside of our podcast. So loving the hearts. Yes. Love those hearts. Keep those hearts going. Loving them and uh, love the laughs. And, and, and so it's really great. Uh, let's let's go and close in prayer. Father, we thank you for this day and every day that you give us. We thank you for your blessings, for your guidance and protection. Father, just help us to walk in your wisdom and in your guidance. And, and you say that commonality, being equally yoked, is extremely important to the longevity of a relationship. And so though we have uh, attractions to to opposites, Father, we want to understand what are good opposites and what are bad opposites. And though we have differences, we want to make sure that our differences are not on the core, the, the worldview, the ideology, the foundation mm -hmm. that we are going to build a relationship upon. We got to make sure that our foundation is in you and that foundation yeah. in you we share together. We love you. We ask all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody, God bless you, God keep you, until next time. Bye, everybody.